coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 224. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews and the Hammer in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, you two. Hello, hello. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Pretty good. How's the summer? Well, today it's a little cloudy. And we, we have a little rain. We finally got a little rain today. Yesterday was hot as the desert. Ooh. It was, but we had two weeks of cool. So there was no pool time in for two weeks. Yeah, it's Wait. cooled off here too, actually. Again? Yeah. 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 You guys might as well write summer off up there. Uh, pretty much did already. Considering we had no spring either, that was pretty much exactly like winter here on the West Coast. Anyways. Well, you could be like Joe Biden and just go into hiding. <laughs> Have everybody else speak for you. I mean, <laughs> Joe Biden's been, his wife's been coming out doing the interviews. I'm like, are we, who are we, who are we going to elect? Yeah. I mean, who's well. running for president here? But... He made a big choice today, the choice we all predicted. Yeah. Kamala Harris will be his running mate. Surprise, surprise. And if he wins, she will be president within two years. Yeah, because Uncle Joe's probably got one foot in the grave. He really does seem like he does. And, and of course, as much as I don't want him to be president, I don't want him to die, of course, but... True. Um, when you have Anderson Cooper and others talking about his mental health and his, you know, dementia, right? It's bad because the last thing they want is Trump to be elected again. Well, do you think they're put they put him in that place because they're pulling the strings? Exactly. Huh. We're talking about a puppet presidency, aren't we? Yipper. Sounds like it to me. I just want to know how many times the Republicans are going to play that clip where Kamala Harris calls him a bigot. Yeah. Remember when she did that? I can guess. Before she dropped out? Yeah, I can guess. None. (laughs) Oh, I didn't really mean that. I just said that at the time. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, and yesterday, I guess a hundred um, black supporters, male male black supporters, um, said that if he didn't pick um, a black woman, that they would not support him and he would lose the election. I mean, why did they even need to say that? Yeah. I mean, he was always going to pick her anyway, wasn't he? Yeah, it, it, absolutely no surprises for us. We could see this coming a year in advance almost. We saw this when she dropped out. Yeah, exactly. And we said that. We said she, he has agreed to make her his running mate. Yeah. She's dropping out because the only two people you had in the field was Kamala and Joe. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, nobody was ever really going to go for Amy Coburn. She's a white woman. It's not that kind of year. It it really isn't. I mean, they really want this with the Black Lives Matter. And, you know, it's it's not going to be any other way. Yeah. 
No, we anyway. saw this coming. Yeah, we did. So it is Kamala, and um, it's basically her running for presidency, and Jill is wife, you know, is a wing person, and I heard that, you know, Michelle Obama is going to jump in and start, you know, puppeteering. But, you know, his chief of staff will definitely be Susan Rice. And if that doesn't scare anyone, um, it really should. (laughs) I mean, you got to remember, she was the one that ran around telling the lies. Yeah. She Uh, was the one that Obama called on when he needed a lie told. But she will. She is tight with Joe. She will be his chief of staff. Okay. She can lie with the best of them. Rice, she can look into the camera and lie with the best of them and make you think that she believes everything she just said. Exactly. (laughs) I will tell you one problem he's got with Kamala is that she is not African-American. Oh. She is um, Jamaican. And African-Americans call that brown instead of black. Um. And, and there's a big distinction. She was also her, one of her parents is a, a white Canadian. Oh, no way. So a Jamaican and a white Canadian. So I don't know if this is going to please some of the Af- African-American caucus. Wow. Okay. Um, early on. Things are getting too far out of hand. Like it. it is. It is. But they claimed that they would not go for a brown person. That it had to be black. So, we'll we will watch and see. Why does it need to matter? They should be the best person no matter what their color is. Or their race, or their sex, anything. Yeah. You know, that it should be the best person. And as a woman, I don't want anybody thinking that to me because I'm a woman. Well. Either I'm the best or not. Yeah, you know? exactly. I don't deserve any favors because I'm a woman. I guess the choice was her or Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> Easy choice. Yeah. <laughs> I still think uh, we're going to hear a lot more about Bill and the Epstein. You know, we have got um, Epstein's uh, enabler right. in custody wearing paper clothes <laughs> so that she does not hang herself. But we digress. <laughs> Really what we're wanting to do, Connor, is give you and Trudeau Washington State and Oregon. No. Please. Yeah, yeah, no. we don't need them. They don't want cops. Well, they don't want line order. Maybe you guys can make some sense out of them. I don't know if you've ever been here to Vancouver Island, but we have absolutely everything Washington and Oregon has. So uh, we don't need that kind of um, pain in the ass. Am I saying that right? <laughs> yeah, well, what else can we do? Can we, like, cut the little states off and let them float over to China or Japan? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, it's a little ridiculous. Is it something I, in I, the air? I don't know. I, I don't know. I hope you got, I hope it's not contagious. I, I hope certainly hope it, it, it's not island. either. I oh, hope certainly. it's not saying hell and maybe blows them up or something, you know? <laughs> maybe we can have another volcano and just cover it with no make it, be careful make it an, make it an <laughs> island <I don't> know. <laughs> no, that's too mean. Uh, that's too mean. You're, you're like talking about Pompeii right yeah yeah that's yeah. too mean in Rome I yeah I don't really mean that yeah I know you don't I know you don't but, 
But it is getting ridiculous. They're trying to get the federal agents there. The chief of police just quitting in Seattle today. I mean, it, it, it's crazy, you know? I don't get it. How do you expect to exist without cops? I mean, does anyone want to live in a world where we don't have policemen? Uh, uh, yeah, see, that's what I, I don't get. Like, you know, the first time something happens, guess what? They're calling 911 to get the cops out. Yeah, I mean, and, and and the funny thing is, a lot of these people that want the cops gone have security cards with guns. Well, yeah. Well, you know, that's another thing. If if you call 911, they say, sorry, we're not here anymore because you voted us out. How are they going to like that if you've got a, a situation, you know? Well, my yeah. guess is they won't even answer. I mean, if they, what are they going to do? Send in a social worker and the social worker gets killed? You know what they need to tell them? Take a knee. Yeah. <laughs> Have you tried taking a knee? <laughs> take a knee and talk them out of it, right? Yeah. yeah. Talk that burglar out of taking your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, too far. Or shooting you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it's just a lost cause. Um, we think California's bad. California's bad, but I tell you what, you're looking at 70 plus days in Portland, Oregon. Of lawlessness, and pretty yeah. much about the same in Seattle. Chicago's had just about the same too. So it's getting ridiculous. People are dying. Yeah. Um, this is businesses. It, oh, look at the businesses. Yeah, I I don't really get this. Get your shit together, Oregon and Washington, please. Yeah, and why? You know, are there going to be some pro bono attorneys that are going to help these businesses too? that have not been protected oh i i'd imagine don't have money to sue yeah they need some lawyers to step up yeah once you start getting sued over this because there there's a reasonable expectation that if you pay taxes you have a police force that's going to protect your business and and you yeah exactly so i think the lawsuits are valid yeah so um Let's hope that somebody takes that on and sets a precedence. Okay, speaking of um, a precedence, Trump signed an executive order. And the reason Trump signed this executive order is because talks for a new stimulus pass package basically halted last week. So Friday night, he signs an executive order that um, keeps unemployment in force at the rate of $400 instead of $600 because a lot of people weren't going back to work because they made more not working. Right. So that was kind of counterproductive. He also gave businesses a payroll tax, I'm calling it a holiday or a relief until the end of the year. So that sounded all great. Everybody was going, ooh, I might get another 1500 bucks in my paycheck. Wait just a minute. Businesses are afraid that if, if Trump does not get elected, the Democrats will make them pay it back, so they're in the risk of not handing it over to the employees. Yeah. Not good. That would be sad. Not good. And it wouldn't help... It wouldn't stimulate anything. Right. But the good news is because the Democrats were so mad that he signed an executive order, 
they came back to the table on the stimulus package. <laughs> okay, so they're trying to iron it out. But the good news is, I guess, or the bad news, I don't know how we're going to afford all this. And we're going to have to pay it back. But if you uh, got a stimulus last time, basically the rules are the same. Right. Okay, the money's going to be the same. They're splitting hairs over this other three trillion dollars. Yeah, one point three trillion versus three point one yeah. trillion. Yeah, they got their numbers mixed up. The yeah. Democrats yeah. did yeah. because they want they want to bail out all the the states and the cities that didn't control their budgets and spend, spend, spend was their motto. And now that they're out of money, they think the Fed should bail them out. Well, they were out of money before. Right. Before the, before COVID, they were, you know, Chicago was running out of money for their pension. You know, I mean, that's been the case for more than a decade, half of California. And the reason why they run out of money is because they spend it on other stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. It's, you know, it's just like your piggy bank. If you take money out of your piggy bank, your piggy is going to be not as fat. That's just the way it is. It's yeah. supply and demand. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, shouldn't these people or these businesses also, and and cities, states have a little savings? You know, I mean, what about the rainy day fund? Yeah, some some new businesses are just launched on a shoestring, though, you know, and and those businesses are really in trouble. Oh, they're just not going to make it. They're closing up like crazy. My aunt lives in a small town about 10 miles from here, and a bunch of them have closed down there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, that's bad news. The good news is there's some new ones sprouting up, but... You know, how are they going to make it with this new idea that, I mean, for example, we don't go in to eat anywhere. Or we get something to go every now and then. You know, we're not even doing that much. No, we're, we're not even doing takeout. We get, went down to the food trucks a couple times and got something and ate outside just to say we did something. You know? Look at New York. You know, Cromo's begging people, come to New York, I'll buy your dinner, I'll buy your drinks. Exactly. <laughs> you know, all these restaurants can't open unless they have outside seating. Right. It, it's just like everything. Instead of figuring out ways to open, let's figure out every way in the world not to open. Well, or these, make it difficult. Yeah, make it difficult on these these businesses that are family owned that aren't your chains that have been in business for some of them you know a hundred years in New York you know 70 and 80 in New York is is commonplace these right. generational type it's just what you businesses. Do. yeah and you do what the family did I can't imagine what they're paying for real estate space too <laughs> oh yeah yeah you know you've got yeah yeah what do they pay in Manhattan Oh my gosh. Well, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I have heard that the real estate, as far as the homes, are tanking because people are moving out in growth. And so everybody's upside down in their homes, you know, their tiny apartments, because nobody wants to live there now. 
Yeah, and I mean, half of them saw what could happen during the the pandemic. And probably half of them are moving to the homeless camps. <laughs> yeah, big. That's true. But um, you know, what about the airlines? They've already been bailed out once. They say that things are so bad they already need bailed out again. This is like two months later. Right. At what point do we quit bailing out an industry that it might be a decade before it comes back? I mean, you know, there are so many rumors that the minute we get a vaccine, and um, we're hoping that's in October, I don't know how long it will take us to get people vaccinated at a, you know, at least at a rate where we feel safe, but they say that another one's coming after this. Oh, lovely. The pandemic. And um, at, at what point do we have to let, for example, the airlines go that that are not strong enough to be stable? I mean, if, if America keeps bailing out every industry, you know, even our citizens, at what point will we be broke? Yeah, will absolutely. We be, you know, will we be on the verge of communism simply because we're a broke nation? Yeah, I agree. Uh, this, there's no easy solution to this. A lot of airlines uh, lease their planes. They don't own them. Exactly. So exactly they right. got to pay the monthly bills uh, like things were normal. And things are far from normal. Yeah, and we learned a lot. We've learned that Zoom and Skype Maybe we don't need to travel as much. Right, exactly. For business. Well, and you know the airlines knew that the minute this happened, that they said it. They said we are parking planes that will never be used again. Right. I, and they knew. They knew that if we got, if the country got used to not traveling, especially for business, that you are talking about an industry that. Just not the same. It's not not going to be the same now that people, you know, and and the price they had gotten the price so expensive on flights, you know, back in the day when it was halfway affordable, it was okay to fly, you know, if it was three four hundred bucks. Now with, you know, eight nine hundred thousand bucks, if you have to buy go just go buy a ticket, you know, a week from now. Yeah, people, businesses. Gosh, you add that up. If you are a worldwide business where you do have to fly, God, what are those expenses? Oh, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know how it is in Canada. When we go out to see our son and we buy the tickets in advance, it's about thirteen hundred dollars just for the tickets. Yeah, it's quite expensive here in Canada. I think we're even more expensive. Um, it's yeah. it, And what I've noticed is there's <laughs> no discounts. It's still the same price that I, I flew before COVID hit. So I, if they were really hurting, why don't you discount your tickets? No, yeah, sure. you know, good point. Good point. Or two but for one. No. Yeah, whatever. Like happy, like happy hour. I, I certainly don't see them encouraging people to fly. No, they're not. They're not. And speaking of COVID, um, how will sports survive? Um, We just learned that the NCAA 
Um, what is it? The Big Ten? The Big Ten and the Pac-10 just voted not to play football. Football. Wow. Now, I see it both ways. In the fall. They said maybe in the spring, the Pac-10 voted not to have any sports till after January 1st. Oh, wow. Wow. Hmm. Well, this this is interesting because, you know, football is a difficult sport in that if you get a team that is exposed to COVID and they have to quarantine for two weeks, you can't really, like, stick a game in there like you can with basketball and make up a game or, like, baseball. Right, right. So, and, and you know that teams are going to have to quarantine. Right, and I think somebody's going to get sick. I, these are these are college kids. I think there is a baseball team that will not be able to catch up already. So, I, I'm not sure which team that is, but yeah, uh, you well, know, one of the ones in Florida was having a lot of trouble. I, I, I just don't, I just don't think it's possible. Right. Well, so. well, baseball is carrying on with. Out any fans, which is right. kind of creepy. I was watching a game the other day, and they had put cutouts of people, like life-size cutouts in the seats. Yeah, that was, was creepy. Yeah. That, you see that? Yeah, it was creepy. Yeah, I did see that. I, I thought it was quite creepy. Yeah, NHL's going on without fans. Um, so what they did, because it wiped off the last part of the regular season uh, with the quarantine... Uh, they played a little tournament. All the teams that were on uh, the bubble, basically, of making the playoffs, uh, played off um, best of five series. So that just ended, and the first rounds of playoffs are now started. And there's three locations that all the, the games are taking place in, I believe. Like bubbles? Yeah. They're like, they're like staying together in pods and bubbles? Yeah. And... Yeah. So pretty much the team is quarantined. Uh, they're not even right. allowed to see their families or anything like that. So I, I know in Western Canada here, Edmonton is where all the games are being played. So you've got multiple teams there. And the cleaning that goes on between these games, because there's six games per, per day off out of the three locations. Wow. So there's there's like an hour between games where everything has to be cleaned. And I don't know if you ever watch a hockey game, but those guys spit a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. I, okay, so if you're watching this, I mean, what's it doing to the game? Uh, I not mean, much. I mean, are the can the teams, can the players keep the um, – the game alive in the same way they would if there were fans? It's a bit weird, for sure, but maybe they're concentrating more on the game. I don't know. I, I can't really tell the difference. I, I they, just I just know that as a Canadian, we're in heaven in that right now because there's six games every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, baseball hasn't had any problem because it's basically a lot of one-on-one -on -one. the crowd does come into it but not as much as you think and the nba sure had had any trouble getting their well, players there's to one play team on the baseball we were just talking about that that they're probably not going to be able to catch up on games is that the, the cardinals yeah they're going to they, yeah. they said that they can catch up and get most of their games if they can start by this weekend and they said that if not if they're close enough 
if they get in, say everybody's got 50 and they get in 46, it will be based on percentage that they had played that into the effect that if a team got hit hard with the virus like St. Louis and Miami have, then they would go, if their percentage is good enough to get them into the playoffs, they will get into the playoffs. Cool. Okay. okay. They thought this out. Yeah. Okay. That makes that makes sense. Just make it a math problem. Make it fair with math. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Is that really See fair? children, learn math. You can do a lot. <laughs> okay. Censorship. We end up talking about this all the time. However, um, you know, I since the internet has been anything. It, it worsens during uh, presidential election years. Oh, for sure. Um, I know that we are getting censored like crazy, and, and and we don't even have to do anything or say anything. Right. It's just we are labeled a conservative show. Exactly. So we're censored. Um, you know, YouTube and Twitter are getting terrible. Um, you you don't even see us in a stream. I can tweet out the show and get nothing. Right. I can tweet out something else and get all kinds of activity. Right. It is frustrating. Um, Twitter has also this week removed followers from conservative people. Oh, that's just but, shady. Yeah. I mean, one guy had like 5,000 people removed, but a lot of people had. Um, Two and three, four thousand people removed. Wow! And what they say is just Russian bots. <laughs> yeah, they said all kinds of things. Blame Honestly, the Russians. Yeah. COVID. Yeah, COVID. The COVID bots. Yeah. So it's um, it's frustrating, and I think that we have to be worried because right now. Um, Conservatives are writing books. They're having trouble getting publishers. Um, we need a publishing company that is either conservative or at least allows conservative books Use. to be published. Yeah. I, 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 it just has to be. I mean, we are moving so far towards socialism. And if you cannot get the media out there you run that risk. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Absolutely the ridiculous. Is running um, is is influencing uh, votes and elections in ways that they should not do. The mainstream media. Oh, exactly. And then, and then we have the social media problems, where you know they're they censored a well, actually they pulled a pack from Facebook. And they're not going to give it a, a conservative pack. They will not get their status back till three days after the election. Oh wow! <laughs> they conveniently oh, gave them a 90-day suspension. Wow! Which put it to three days after the election. Unbelievable! You can't tell me that was any accident. Yeah. No. No. But they, they don't even care that it's obvious. Screaming. Yeah. yeah. We well, got to post. Washington Post this morning said that we need to get rid of Republicans. We don't yeah. need Republicans. Don't need a Republican Party. Yeah. 
That's a headline in the Washington Post this morning. Okay. If that's not socialism, I don't know what socialism is. Yeah. I mean, I would never want to get rid of the Democratic Party because you don't know what nuts going to come in to either party. Yeah, exactly. You got to have checks and balances. Yeah, you bet. So I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Crazy. Yeah, and you have. Merger. Um, Dish Chairman, Dish TV, says that a direct TV merger is inevitable. Now, I don't even know why they're bothering because I think satellite TV is on its way out. I mean, we have Dish, and next time our contract comes up, no way. I mean, we, we now pretty much can stream whatever we want. Yeah, you know, around the house here, we usually watch YouTube throughout the day, and... Uh, right now the only thing we're really watching is sports and then at after sports are over i pop up amazon and and watch a couple shows i stream that so right now the only thing i'm really using is is sports channels which sounds kind of pathetic i know (laughs) (laughs) well that's yeah the reason why we're not is because we don't have any sports so to speak of hardly yeah unless you know can't get well our hometown cardinals can't even get on the field royals doesn't it doesn't do any good for them to be on the field <laughs> no, it doesn't. And, except patrick mahomes bought in to yes, the royals he did the other day the our our um, chiefs quarterback right he bought into the to the baseball royals oh there you go maybe that'll help well, maybe it's time for you guys to uh, sit down and appreciate some good old Canadian pastime of hockey. Yeah, I love hockey. I mean, you know, I love the Blues, but gosh, kid, we haven't been able to get tickets for well, years. Guess what? My team is playing the Blues the first round. So. Well, awesome. Oh well, well, well. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to Skype on that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Skype a little cocktail party. We uh, we were in the bubble, so we played the Minnesota Wild uh, in the uh, tournament, the qualifier tournament. So uh, now we take on the Blues, who's only had a couple games, I believe. So we're hoping they're a bit rusty. So, yeah, well, we've got lots of uh, injuries from playing that. Uh, the hockey uh, playoffs get really, really intense. So there tends to be a lot of, um, uh, I guess, uh, adrenaline going. And um, you'll, you'll see the odd fight at, right at the beginning of the game. So it's entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess... We will see how it goes. Yep. See if we can keep those hockey players uh, healthy. I agree with you there. That's true, and we don't always agree, but life's a journey. And gosh knows, we're all in this COVID thing together. So stay safe out there. Godspeed to our listeners. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed, Grace and uh, Hammer. And you guys have a a good week. Hopefully the weather smartens up for you guys. Take care. We'll see you soon. Bye now.